And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week. Uh, a fun show today. Uh, a lot to get to today. Uh, I had my good friend J.J. Leahy on the show once again. And uh, I, look, I've been kind of bored with the news cycle um, this week. I really don't care about Trump serving cheeseburgers to football players. And I certainly don't care about a government shutdown. That stuff is very boring to me. <laughs> so we took it in a different direction today. We broke down the comprehensive list of all of the Democrats that are running for president in 2020. And we talked about, uh, you know, what candidates should be taken seriously, who actually has a, a chance to become the Democratic nominee, how they would fare against Trump in the general election, and all that good stuff. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, first, I need to say hi to our sponsors over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. All their stuff is delicious. It is made safely and professionally at their state-of-the-art lab out in California. It, really great stuff. They have any kind of battery, mod, tank, coil, anything you need for your vape setup, they have. Um, they have two physical locations in Perrysburg and Holland, Ohio. If you're in Northwest Ohio, check them out in person. If not, go to PremierVaporAndLounge.com. That is PremierVaporAndLounge.com. They'll give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. Do it, guys. Hey, it's January. New Year's resolutions. Stop smoking. Start vaping. It's way better for you. Check them out. PremierVaporAndLounge.com. Uh, Guys, if you haven't already, uh, what's wrong with you? But if you haven't already, uh, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play if you're on iTunes. Please give us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. All right, without further ado, here's my chat with J.J. Leahy. All right, guys, I'm here with my friend J.J. Leahy. You know him, you love him. He's been on the podcast a whole bunch. J.J., thanks for uh, taking the time today, my friend. Howdy. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. So it's a very special episode of the No Gimmicks podcast today. We're not covering like current events, really, um, mostly because I don't really care about cheeseburgers or the government shutdown. <laughs> and that's the only <laughs> stuff that's in the news. Like I really don't care. It's very boring to me. Um, but we're going to go down through the, the comprehensive list of all the Democrats who are trying to become the next president of the United States. And it's a long list. And we have a very short amount of time. So <laughs> we're going to try to move through it quickly. I think five or six Democrats have announced that they're they're running for president this week alone. And it's only Wednesday. Um, yeah. Yep. Which is, man, yeah, it, it's only Wednesday. Good Lord. I mean, at least a, a dozen more will will announce by the weekend. So let's start at the top of the list. Yeah. Democrat, and we're going to go down the list of Democrats that have already announced they're running and Democrats that are probably going to announce that they're running. And we're going to kind of give them a grade. You know, do they have a chance to actually become nominee and how they would fare against Trump and kind of go down go down the list? Who, who you, you, you can start it off, J.J. Who are you uh, most excited to talk about? Well, I think uh, the the really interesting thing here is that the front runner at the moment really probably is, is Elizabeth Warren. I think uh, she's kind of uh, 2018 or 2019's uh, Ted Cruz. So Ted Cruz announced really, really early and tried to get a head start on everybody else. And until Trump entered the scene, 
it really was going to be the Ted Cruz and Jeb Bush show. And so I, I think that, you know, barring a Donald Trump like entry this year, I think we're, we're going to get a chance at seeing how Ted Cruz would have played out here in Elizabeth Warren, who is basically a mix of Hillary, uh, Hillary's personality and Bernie Sanders policies. I could not disagree with you more. I don't think there's any chance Elizabeth Warren gets the nomination. Um, and by the way, when Ted Cruz announced, I believe it was like April, April or early May, and that was considered very early to announce you're running for president. And Warren, I, I think this in is a, December. A bad omen. Yeah, but I, I just this don't. A... I don't think she. She's so the the whole lying about being an Indian thing, the weird, stiff, awful PR, the video of her like drinking a beer. I'm going to drink a beer. It's like <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just don't think people are gonna buy it she's too old she's too white she's too dumb i i don't think she's a serious contender at this point you know it, it's alarming though like you said so ted cruz announces in like, like april or something and at the time it's considered super early and here we have five people announced this past week uh before we hit the midway point in january I mean, we we thought that the 2015 primaries were huge. We thought that the number of uh, GOP candidates there was a shocking number. I mean, do do you think that we're going to, you know, that that's going to be dwarfed this year by the Democrats or do you think it's going to be a comparable number? I think that I mean, I mean, could be could we be looking at 30 or 40 candidates? Is that possible? Probably not 40, 30s doable, definitely over 20. Definitely over 20. I believe everybody I think, on the list, and we'll get to the full list, but I think everybody on this list that we put together is going to run, and that's at least 20 right there. And then there's going to be yeah. some wild cards, too, so, you know, celebrities or random other people that might jump in. Um, let's stay in the Senate. Uh, on the Democratic side, Kirsten Gillibrand announced yesterday. Um, she's the younger, I think, less corrupt, but also way dumber Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, Hillary Clinton is at least smart. Um, I don't—you I, I you could call— Gillibrand, a lot of things. Intelligent, I don't think would be one of them. Well, I, I think that one thing you can look at for sure is that out of all of the announcements that have come out so far, Gillibrand's was the most bumpy. Uh, she had a really hard time <laughs> uh, landing that ship. Uh, you know, Stephen Colbert serves up to her on a platter, and she's tripping over her words and having a hard time getting her thoughts across. And coming across um, in such a wooden manner that she made me, you know, think about how much fun it would be to go hang out with Hillary Clinton for a change. Yeah, and, and just her answer was so <laughs> ridiculous too. It was something like the I'll probably botch it, but the quote was something along the lines of, "As a young mother, I will I'm running for president." And because she's fifty I'll fight, something. She's fifty two. I'll fight for other people's <laughs> kids just like I fight for my own kids. It's like. You're 52. Like you're not a young mother. Like a young mother's like 20. You know what I mean? Like not I, not, I, not 52. That's you know. Wow. I don't have a terrible opinion of Gillibrand's intelligence, but I do think that she is going to be really out, um, you know, outshadowed by or overshadowed by some of the bigger personalities that are going to be running this year. You know, we. I mean, I mean, e- even somebody like Elizabeth Warren, who does not have a personality. No. No. All right, sticking uh, sticking in the Senate, Cory Booker, Spartacus is running. Um, Did I, I he guess, announce? I, 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 don't, I don't think he announced. He, he he will run. That's a guarantee. But I don't think he announced yet. He didn't. Well, I, I don't know. I think he announced like 
during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings on national TV. <laughs> Let's be honest. He, he's he's been running for a while. He his team like leaked to like TMZ or something that he's dating. Uh, what's her name? That actress, uh, Dawson Rosario Some... Rosario Dawson. I think her name is. Yeah, Which, and... that's probably not even true. <laughs> but it's just like <laughs> these people are so bad at politics, man. It's like to to try to like give him you know cool factor or something like say you're dating an actress like that. That's really what what it's come to in 2019. Wow. Well, there, there are rumors on Twitter that I am dating Kylie Jenner. I'm not going to, I'm not going to confirm that, but there are rumors. Let me just say a friend wouldn't ask and a gentleman wouldn't tell. (laughs) Also, there's also a lot of rumors that Cory Booker's gay. I don't really care one way or the other, but I mean, he's like a 55 year old man. That's like never been married, doesn't have any children and has never been seen with a woman. Well, yeah, those rumors are always going to fly about it. Anybody who is in that situation, so it's I mean, Lindsay de- definitely well. not something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and 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 e- 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 even if any of that's true, you know, does it matter? No, it's not going to matter a tiny bit in 2019. So Cory Booker has no chance. Do you agree? I I think that he's going to hang in there way longer than he should, and I don't think that he has any chance. Yeah, and look, I'll, I'll go to the next person on my list, and she's the reason why Cory Booker doesn't have a chance, and that's Kamala Harris. I think uh, they're basically the same kind of politician, except Kamala Harris is much smarter and uh, and just better at this. That's a better. stretch. Well, I mean, I'm, she's not smart. I, I mean, oh yeah, she's she's not great, but she's smarter than Cory Booker. Like she understands the political world way better than Cory Booker. They're both black. That's going to be their calling card. Here's Vote for me. I'm black. Here's but what think, Kamala. I just think Harris is better at it than, than Booker. I just don't think. And I think she's better, too. She's a craftier politician, and, and she also has managed to do a good job of aligning herself with Obama. Uh, there's a lot of people calling her the new Obama, the female Obama. Why? I'm not really sure, other than that they look a little bit similar um, and that they are both, uh, you know, first-term senators, um, you know, who kind of came out of nowhere and have you know, moderately engaging personalities. I I don't think she really holds a candle to Obama, but she's doing a lot better job this early on than Cory Booker is. Um, And I I think right now, uh, you know, if if you are talking to somebody like Elizabeth Warren, uh, you know, they would probably list Kamala as, you know, one of the top people that they really feel like they need to take out early. Right. I think she has a legitimate shot at becoming the Democratic nominee. Um, sure. Uh, and I hope she is. That would be awesome. I think Trump would smoke her. I, I don't think she would do very well in the general election. Uh, I think she just, she I just, think John it, Kasich or Jeff Flake would smoke her. You know, somebody yeah. with no personality and no shot at all. I think, I think, you know, I, I think the, the best thing we could possibly pray for would be Kamala Harris on the, on the Democratic ticket. That would be, a, we can't get that, uh, two elections in a row, you know, we got really lucky with Hillary last time. I don't think we're going to get Kamala this time, but boy, it would be nice. Right. Sticking in the Senate, uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, who did announce she's running with the worst like graphics I've ever seen. For a, yeah, a it looked it looks very like weird. Oli- looks like an Olympic event or maybe a like, national park. Yeah, Ben Shapiro pointed this out. Like it, it's like the nineteen eighty. 1980- winter olympics poster or something yeah it's like, everybody look it up it's just like a bunch of colorful mountains and it says klobuchar for president it's just real weird like there's no like slogan like a 
you know, hope and change or make America great again or anything like that. It's just mountains and her name. It's real weird. And if for people who don't know, she's, well, the, it, 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 she's a senator from uh, Minnesota. Am I right? Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> so Klobuchar, Klobuchar, yeah, we, we don't really care. But Klobuchar, I will say, you know, it, it's early enough in the race that I'm not really going to hold the graphics against her. I think that she has plenty of time to roll out a real campaign. From what we saw of her during the Senate confirmation hearings, she is a lot smarter than Kamala and Cory Booker. I think that if she actually takes this, yes, if she takes this seriously, those two don't stand any chance against Klobuchar because she is craftier. Um, she, she has, you know, kind of some of that political savvy that really takes you a long way. Uh, um, a la, uh, Mitch McConnell or, uh, you know, somebody like that, uh, Nancy Pelosi, you know, this right. political savviness that really goes a long way. I think she, I would put in a category of, I don't think that she is running to win, uh, the democratic nomination. I think that Amy Klobuchar is going to be around for a long time in some important positions. And I think that this here is a, a good opportunity for her to get uh, some recognition and, and boost her, her career down the road. Right. I, I totally agree. I think she's running to be vice president or secretary of state or something like that. I think, or, or Senate majority leader, something like that. Right, right. Yeah. Some kind of leadership position. Here's the thing though. She has no chance because she doesn't have the personality or the intersectionality. She doesn't check off. She's a woman, but she's white, so she doesn't check off enough boxes. Um, and she's not a socialist. And so the, you know, the socialist wing of the party's not going to like her. Um, so she's not going to get the nomination, but she would, I, if she were, she might be the scariest Democratic candidate to take out Trump. I think she would uh, really give Trump a run for his money. I agree, and I, you know, I think that Amy Klobuchar would do a, a really well in uh, the GOP. Not, you know, if, if you take out her, her positions on stuff, if you just take uh, her strengths and her weaknesses, she would be very well positioned inside the GOP to rise quickly and and, uh, and and be a real real contender, uh, but 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 the way the Democratic Party works with their intersectionality and stuff, she just doesn't. I I, I don't think she has enough points going for her uh, to to compete in in their system. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, I really thought was going to run, and I really thought he was going to be a front runner, and he still might, but it's a lot less of a guarantee than it was a year and a half ago even um it, you know maybe, maybe he really is going to do this and he's just kind of laying low and waiting for a good moment but i think that there is an element of this you know he's old as dirt he'll be, i, I he'll think be 70 he'll be 79 i i think that that uh he maybe won't run i think there is a possibility that he is slowing down and not really feeling up to the campaign um, and and the other thing is that this is not 2015. In 2015, he was running against Hillary Clinton and no, you know, some nobodies. This year, he, he's got uh, uh, some names that we're going to get to in a, in a minute or two here: Andrew Gillum, Beto O'Rourke, who are out burning Bernie, and are younger and a lot more energetic. And um, and and I think that uh, his moment may have passed. We'll see. I'm not going to, you know, 
tattoo that and and say you know for sure you know he's not a real contender this year but i i think that i think he missed his opportunity in 2015 all that's true but he is a marxist and never underestimate <laughs> a marxist's lust for power so i mean that's that's well, one thing you never underestimate a communist's desire to be in charge so that alone you can't you can't take his name off the list but yeah you're right i mean he will be 79 years old there's going to be other socialists running as well that maybe, might maybe all that people maybe all that formaldehyde in his veins you know is going to keep him going for another year or two here and, and give him the energy he needs sherrod brown my senator from ohio Ugh, kill me sherrod brown <laughs> has uh, he he couldn't make it in Ohio. He there. Sherrod Brown is a, a terrible guy, but terrible. he also has no chance. Um, he he doesn't have the personality to compete with even somebody like Elizabeth Warren. Right. He's he's another. He he's a lot like uh, Amy Klobuchar, where you know he has no chance to actually be the nominee because he's a white man from Ohio and Democrats yeah. hate white men from Ohio. He would run a very tight race with Trump. Like he'd be a dangerous candidate. He knows how to speak to working class people. He knows how to, you know, appeal to the socialists when he wants to, and he knows how to appeal yep. to the moderates when he wants to. Uh, he he'd be a scary candidate running against Trump. But I I think we're going to see a pattern here. A lot of the people that could actually beat Trump have no chance of actually becoming the Democratic nominee. I think the biggest thing the GOP has going for him right now is that the Democrats are still. After all these years, they are still doubling down on their strategy of intersectionality, and they're not taking anything into account of who can actually win. Um, I mean, I mean, to be honest, this year, if if Hillary Clinton were running, she would be among the smarter choices for who could actually beat Trump. When you look at who else is running this year, um. I, I think any of the serious contenders are really going to just struggle in the in the system that the Democratic primaries run through. I, I don't think that you can. I don't. I don't think that the the guy the the, the candidates who actually have a real shot at beating Trump are going to survive the Democratic primaries at all. How about Joe Biden? Joe Biden, if he runs, he's my favorite to win the nomination, despite the fact that he's old as dirt and white and a sexual predator <laughs> a, a seeming person. I, I'm not going to accuse him of actually doing anything, but he sure acts like he does stuff. And all that, uh, you know, the, play, the plagiarism all, all stuff, those too. Are, the, the, the plagiarism stuff. He ran for president in 1988, had to drop out <laughs> for plagiarizing uh, uh, JFK speeches. You know, so there's that too. Trump, Trump I, I would think have a lot of fun is, with that one. There's enough, there's enough nostalgia for among the Democrats for Obama. I think that Biden has, you know, put in his due time, and if he runs, I think you're going to see a bit of a similar coronation process, uh, like we saw in 2015 with Hillary Clinton, uh, where he's just kind of handed the nomination. I, I, I would, I would put some money on that if he actually runs. Right. I think, uh, you know, he, he definitely he also def- desperately wants to be president. He's wanted to be president for forever. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't get between that guy and power. <laughs> um, <but> yeah. He's <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past him. He will be 79. Um, you know, he's six years older than, than President Trump. And President Trump was the oldest elected president. Um, but, 
you know, he's people love Obama. I don't think anybody would be able to fundraise the way Joe Biden can. I mean, he'd raise right. a ton of money. Um, but yeah, he's white. He's creepy. He's old. I, I don't know if he'd be he'd do a lot better in the general than I think he will in the the Democratic primary. But I don't know. I mean, he is a he has almost a hundred percent name recognition, which helps a lot. Obviously, yep. Um, yep. I definitely think we can put him into the serious contender uh, category. How about New York Governor Andrew Cuomo? If Cuomo runs, and I, I don't know if I Cuomo think... will. Like he's talked about it, but you know he he may he might not. Uh, you know, I don't know. I I don't think he'd have much of a chance. But yeah, what do you think about let me, Cuomo? Let me ask you a question. Do you remember that Rick Perry ran in 2015? Yeah. You would be one of the very very few people who remember that he even ran. I think that Cuomo is gonna if. If he runs, I think his campaign is going to be over so fast that we will have forgotten. By the time we get down to the last three or four candidates, we'll forget that Cuomo even existed. Could you imagine two New Yorkers screaming and yelling at each other in the general election? Like, man, just like cussing each other out and just doing a whole bunch of New York shit. Like, that would be like the most vulgar, hilarious general election ever between Cuomo and Donald Trump. Look, you know, we've gone full crazy the last couple couple years um and i guess you know if things aren't going to get better then just sign me up for the max amount of crazy so it's at least entertaining because it's been entertaining under trump and i i guess you know i want to i want that to continue if we can't have um you know a good change let's at least make sure it stays interesting right how about uh andrew gillum who's the former mayor of tallahassee uh, who ran for governor of Avid Florida. Avid socialist. Yeah, Avid he's, socialist. He's a, he's a communist. He's basically Bernie Sanders, but uh, younger and black. Um, he, he lost the Florida governor's race to uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, and he's talked about running for president. He's met with Barack Obama and other you know powerful Democrats. Uh, do you think he runs? Do you think he has a chance? In addition to everything else you just listed, uh, he also fights really dirty i mean he he pulled out all the plugs and he was really gross in the florida election um you know uh, outright accusing desantis of being a racist i think that that no holds barred punching is going to be really appealing to democratic voters i'm going to put gillum as kind of my he's kind of my sleeper pick here if he decides to run i think he's going to go a really long long way and he will be for sure in the top you know in, in the last three candidates holding on uh probably last two i andrew gillum if he runs uh i'm a little bit scared of what he can do over there and and to be honest the country has gotten so nuts that um it, it could be a, a bit of a stressful general election too i think out of everybody we've talked about so far he's pretty high and the list of people who could actually give Trump a run for his money, despite I, the fact that he lost the Florida yeah, election. I, I disagree. He, I mean, he'd need to win Florida to become president. And uh, I think he'll do pretty well if he runs in the Democratic primary. But you need Florida to become president. He couldn't even win Florida against a bad candidate like Ron DeSantis. I like Ron. I, I, I really like yeah, his, but, his position. But, but he ran a just a trash campaign. And Gillum couldn't even beat him. So, you know, going revenge. From, revenge voting is kind of a thing, though. Like revenge voting and regret voting. Um, I mean, even you look at uh, look at Hillary in 2015. There were a lot of um, African American voters 
who voted for Obama and felt obligated to support Hillary uh, the next time. And I, I think you could see uh, you could see some of that. You could see some of you know, it, DeSantis uh, isn't a hundred percent amazing. The sun isn't really shining out of his butt after all. Maybe we should have gone with Gillum after all. Let's vote for him this time around as he's going for president. Maybe. I, I don't he also, know. I, I, you can't underestimate fighting dirty. I mean, people people poo pooed and they say Trump all uh, all election long, and it works. And Gillum has no qualms about fighting really dirty. There's never been a mayor uh, go from being a mayor to a president of the United States. I mean, and especially not a, a mayor of a city like Tallahassee. Um, yeah, well, we've also never had a reality TV president either. So that's true. Speaking of mayors, uh, Eric Garcetti, the mayor of Los Angeles, uh, wants to run. Obviously, he'll be even if he does run, he'll be an afterthought. Yawn. Yep. We don't even need to. No, just leave it there. Um, another yep. afterthought: Governor Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington. Uh, yeah. Nope. Nobody's ever heard of him. Yeah. 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 Nope. I mean, I had to look up. I knew he was a governor. I didn't know what, what state. So Is I he actually what? had. I... Yeah. He, yeah. He's. His, he's, he's... His campaign is exclusively climate change as well. Yeah, he's. I mean, it's like he, that's, the only, so that's the only thing he'll talk about is climate change, which like Americans really yeah, don't he's, care about. He, he's not worth talking about. He's nobody's gonna ever hear about him. How about uh, Claire McCaskill, who is the former senator from Missouri, lost to Josh Hawley, thank goodness, um, this year. Uh, she just got hired by MSNBC as a as an analyst. Um, but she's kind of criticized some Democrats for being too far left and as, you know, trying to paint herself as like, a, you know, not one of the crazy Democrats. Do you think somebody like that would run? There's not any chance in the world that she would be successful if she did run. That is not a winning formula in the Democratic Party right now. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Had to put her on the list because <laughs> she's discussed running. But, yeah, I, I totally agree. How about uh, Julian Castro, the former mayor of... San Antonio, Texas, I believe, and then he was uh, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development uh, in the Obama administration. Julian Castro, uh, he's he's running. He declared he's running. He's, I think, the only Hispanic person uh, running. Uh, does he have any chance? Well, uh, here's so here's here's something interesting. He didn't really announce that he was running. He just started running. There's campaign signs. He he, 100% has a campaign. He just didn't really come out and go, oh, hey, everybody, I'm running. You know, it was kind of like people had to ask him if he's running. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, I, I guess, you know, for me, the jury is still out. I need to see, you know, what he's capable of. I think the the big problem here for him is name recognition. Not a lot of people know him. His last name, you know, obviously invokes Fidel Castro. And right. so I, I think that I think he has a tough hill to climb but i don't know enough about him to know if he's capable of doing that and he very well may be let's let's see he's not he's not gonna get very far he's not gonna get the nomination um this isn't designated survivor the secretary of housing and urban development doesn't become president <laughs> and julian castro is a lot less likable than uh jack bauer i know that's not Kiefer sutherland's character but i mean he's jack bauer he's not as likable as jack bauer so no hud secretaries do not become president Sorry, Mr. Castro, you have no chance. Um, Tulsi Gabbard might, though. Tulsi Gabbard does have a chance. And she's definitely the most interesting 
um, Democrat running for president. She's somebody that, obviously, she's a socialist, so her entire economic policy is just horrific. It's terrifying and would absolutely destroy the country. Um, but she she's a very interesting candidate, somebody who I have a lot of respect for because she's actually intelligent. Uh, mm-hmm. and she went on Joe Rogan's podcast and talked to him for three hours, and they had a, a long-form discussion, and it was very interesting. She's a veteran. Um, she's the first Hindu member of Congress. She's anti-war. You know, she she doesn't she's not buying in, buying into like the monolithic nature of the Democratic Party. Like she's fine calling right. out her Democratic colleagues when she disagrees with them. Um, so I, I definitely respect her. But uh, you know, she is a congresswoman from Hawaii. Um, I, you know, Hawaii doesn't really play a big factor into national politics. But yeah, what what do you think about her her jumping into the race? I, I guess we got to see what her campaigning chops are like on the national scale. Um, um, on paper, I like her odds. On paper, um, I think that it is worth doing some comparisons between her and Trump. Um, you know, they're, they're both pretty hard um, ideologically to, to pinhole or put in any kind of box. And neither one of them really like to play by the rules. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard has also done um, a better job out of the people on this list of making use of the opportunities that have been handed to her since she got elected um, for getting some national exposure, um, making a case for herself as a person. Um, I I, I think um, I think she's top three for me, in all honesty. Uh, You know, Kamala's up there. Um, pro- probably my second choice would be Tulsa Gabbard, Tulsi Gabbard, and then third is probably Andrew Gillum and uh, Elizabeth Warren, kind of tied for third right there. I think Tulsi is probably the most intelligent person on this list. Like she's, it, you know, prob- she's, probably like she's an actual intelligent human being, which is seems to be lacking in the uh, Democratic field this time around. Um, you know, she's, she's anti. She's very anti-war. Um, she called out her, uh, democratic colleagues for religious bigotry, basically trying to put a religious test on Catholic judicial nominees. So that's good. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I don't know how she's going to raise the money. Like, I don't know, uh, how she's going to raise the money. Obviously the DC, you know, Clinton, Obama kind of donors, they're very pro-war, <laughs> so they're not going to like her, uh, for being anti-war. And then like the, the grassroots types, the people that, you know, say funded, Bernie Sanders' last presidential run, they're all huge bigots. I mean, they hate Christians. They hate Jews. They hate Catholics. You know, they're they're very happy with religious bigotry against Christians, so they're not going to like her for, for calling out, you know, Kamala Harris and, and Maisie Hirono on that front. So, like, she... I, I don't know where, like, who's going to fund this campaign? Like, where where's the money going to come from? That's why, that's the one reason why I, I don't know how far she's going to make it. I agree with you. At this stage in the game how much money you can fundraise for your primary campaign matters a lot um and and it's a huge reason why uh hillary was so successful in 2015 is donors came out of the woodworks she was the most successful candidate um in history and i I agree i think that uh tulsi needs to come up with a game plan there for the money uh, if she can do that, that, 
you know, she definitely stands head and shoulders above this, you know, list of room temperature IQs that we uh, ha- have listed so far. Right. I totally agree. Um, and, and her running will bring about a lot of conversations that we should be having. I mean, I would never vote yeah. for Tulsi Gabbard because she is a socialist. She's a, I mean, her economics are straight out of like the Bernie Sanders playbook. But she yeah. is gonna, she is gonna come out against all these endless wars. She's obviously very against any military action in Syria, and I think it, some good might come out of her running that we'll actually be having these conversations uh, nationally. And I think that's definitely a good thing. All right, the last serious contender. Uh, our favorite Mexican, Robert Francis O'Rourke. <laughs> I knew you were going to save him for last. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Um, this guy shouldn't be running. You know, he lost to Ted Cruz in Texas. He has really never accomplished anything. He was a weak, weak candidate. He shouldn't be running. And yet, he is kind of listed among the front runners right now. And he hasn't even announced yet. Uh, if if this were the GOP, um, I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider him. Uh, but with the Democrats, I I think that Beto uh, is actually one of the top um, contenders in terms of fundraising. This guy can he can pull money from anywhere, and um, I he 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 should not be a front. Runner, but he is, and it, you know, we got to see how long that lasts. But there's a lot of people who like him for literally no reason. He's very popular for no reason, um, and he's he's a he's a conundrum here. Right, and he's you know, I I don't know how he would do against Trump. I think he will do well in the Democratic primary because for one reason or another, Democrats love him. Um, I don't know if it's the weird nickname Beto or or what. He's in his late 40s so he's you know relatively young i maybe that's why they like him i mean he he instagram lived his dental cleaning the other day i mean like that's weird but i, I don't know the democrats they're they're I don't, we, we don't Every, have time we don't even about... have time to, to get into like all their strange behavior over the last couple of weeks but yeah I, I don't think you can rule out beta o'rourke um i don't know i mean the, the people with money like him so you know, and, and everything about this campaign for this guy doesn't make any sense. Um, and the Democratic voters really love stuff that doesn't make sense. So I, I think he, I think he really is somebody we need to keep our eye on for right now. Right, and he might as well run. I mean, he's popular. He's big on social media. He doesn't have a job, you know. So <laughs> why, why not? I mean, he's unemployed. Might as well run. Um, yeah, I think that is. It uh, well, somebody that may or may not run, Stacey Abrams. She's the hardcore leftist socialist that uh, lost the uh, uh, Georgia governor's race narrowly um, in November. Stacey Abrams, does she run? One of the most unlikable people we've talked about today. Oh, just the worst. Uh, the worst. She. I. I am begging you, um, Stacey. Please don't run. Uh, you're. You don't have any chance. And the American people don't deserve to have to listen to that for another campaign. It's it's awful. You're you're not going you're not going to go anywhere. And my my ears, I, I can't take it. I yeah, can't take any more any more bleeding. She's absolutely terrible. One more name, and then I'll let you go. I know you got a heart out here. Um, somebody who probably will not run, uh, Michelle Obama. But if Michelle Obama does run, she does win the nomination. 
hands down easily. I mean, without without a fight. I mean, everybody else will just drop out of the race. If Michelle Obama gets in, she will be the Democratic nominee. I agree. There's for no reason. She, I mean, she, she she has no qualifications right, other she, than being married to Obama. She's not that bright. She's not. She hasn't really done much in life other than. Marry I don't. I don't think Barack she Obama, would do but, well in in the general. I don't think she'd do well in general. Um, and and she's. You know, a lot of people would, would want to jump to drawing comparisons between her and Hillary, um, you know, for, for obvious reasons. But you can't argue with the fact that Hillary really did pay her dues. She had her own political career uh, right. and, and, and she didn't just ask to be handed the nomination, which is what Michelle would be doing if she ran. I don't if think Michelle, she will. If, if Michelle Obama runs, Hillary Clinton will kill herself. <laughs> like oh my gosh uh, if, because if she runs and wins if she runs if and she wins, runs yes. and wins like literally that would be the worst thing to ever happen to hillary clinton because that's what she wanted her career path to be you know marry a president and then become president <laughs> if, yeah. it's, if it's another woman in just her thinking party, about it oh, just gosh. thinking about it makes me feel sorry for hillary Oh, gosh. Oh, but <laughs> she probably won't run i don't know why i mean the obamas are just filthy rich they're extremely the, popular Michelle, has no reason she has no she has reason, no to, reason to run but if she does run uh she'd definitely be the democratic nominee i don't know how she'd do against trump who knows i don't think she could keep up with him in a debate i don't think she has like a grasp on policy really um but i she i mean most democrats well, ho- still worship at the altar of the obamas so <laughs> she yeah. would be the nominee if she gets hopefully, hopefully we never have to find out I, I hope we never have to find out but right oof. Anyway, it's a clown car, man. <laughs> it's a clown car. Uh, there's going to be 25 Strap or 30 in. Democrats. We, for, stri- put your seatbelts on, boys. We'll, we'll do it again. We'll, we'll look at this list in a month or so and then, you know, try to narrow it down. But, uh, you know, th- this is fun. It's a lot better than talking about cheeseburgers and, you know, Bob Mueller and stuff that really doesn't matter. So, um, all right, JJ, I know you got to go. Um, but uh, everybody follow JJ on Twitter at Mild Moderate. He's great. Definitely give him a follow. Uh, that's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Oh.